So yeah, Philly Flash. P H L A S H. Yes, Flash, because Philadelphia, if it's an F, likes to spell everything with the PH. Right, that's their John. <laughs> the PH is their John. <laughs> the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 390. When it was completed in 1901, Philadelphia City Hall was the world's tallest inhabited building, and to this day, it is still the largest municipal building in the entire United States. Plus, it's responsible for the curse of Billy Penn. Google it to find out what that is. It's no secret, if you've been listening to this show, that one of my favorite things to do when I get to an area or a city is to just wander around, to walk around, to wander down back alleys, side streets, and just get familiar with the neighborhoods. And I have probably done that in Philadelphia more than any other city in the world. I know almost every single block of Philadelphia just from getting out and wandering. And recently, the shoes that I've been wearing when I've been wandering, even though I'm not technically traveling, right, because I'm just somewhat in my home area, are my suaves. They are super comfortable no matter what activity you are doing. Of course, if you're traveling, they're great because they pack up super light, barely take up any room, and they're so comfortable. So whether you are traveling far afield or you're just at home walking around your own neighborhood, your own city, the shoe that I have been wearing more than any other shoe over the last year are my Suaves. You can check them out, suaves.com, S-U-A-V-S.com. Use the promo code EPOP. That will get you 15% off anything you order. They're the best travel shoes. And I'm going to cross out travel in there and just say the best shoes out there. I think there is an underrated part of the Tortuga Backpacks lineup. And here's why I say that. I love talking about my Tortuga Outbreaker backpack or my Tortuga Setout backpack. Those are the ones that I'm going to be packing up and taking with me whenever I go on a trip. It's the backpacks that I've used over the last six years anywhere I've gone in the world. But when I'm just hanging out in Philly, when I'm going and throwing my laptop in my bag and I'm going to go downtown for a little bit to do some work at a coffee shop or in my case, probably a brewery, I absolutely love, love, love their day packs. And so these are much smaller little backpacks that you can do, which are made, obviously, the name is in there, for daily activities. So anytime that I do travel, I'm bringing my big backpack with me, of course, with all my clothes on, but I also bring a day pack. And then, of course, when I'm going out, like I am in Philly, I'm just throwing my laptop in there, my day pack, maybe my chargers, a change of clothes, another pair of shoes, whatever I need. And that is my companion when I am wandering around Philly. So if you're looking for the best travel backpack, whether that be a big backpack or a day pack, check out everything they have over at tortugabackpacks.com slash epop. Remember, you have to do tortugabackpacks.com slash epop. That's the new part of this in order to get 10% off anything that you order over there. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who hates the word 
John. Oh, I do. <laughs> Which means you ain't a true Philly girl. And you're probably okay with that. My wife and constant travel companion, Heather. Yeah, what do people say that for? Like John? Yeah. It's J-A-W-N. And yeah. it's just, it can really mean anything in Philly. Like, oh yeah, that's my John. Or yeah, I'm going to go get that John. Like it's it just so means thing odd. kind of. It's very odd. I, it's yeah, a Philly I'm thing. Not, I'm not a fan of that. I also don't say water. Is that how people water. say water? I don't say water either. Yeah. I say water. Yes. As, but a as lot you of, should. As I should. <laughs> I, my cousin, Val, if you're listening, Val, you do listen to some of the podcasts. She, interestingly enough. Sometimes we, it comes out. We we grew up near each other. For some reason, she says water and I say water. Hmm. I don't know. I guess she's even more Philly than me because I like to wear John, but I don't say water. So Val, you're the most Philly at this mm. point. Maybe we should have had her on the podcast. Maybe. Anyway, guys, we are doing a five-part podcast on Philly because this is our city. So typically we do a Destination Diary episode. They are all in one. But we had this debate before we came on the show. And I said, well, I, we have so much to talk about. Let's try by breaking it up into categories and putting out little mini episodes. So you'll have to let us know if you like this better than like a full hour to hour and a half Destination Diary or whether you like it split it up. So let us know what you're thinking with that. You can tweet us at Pack of Peanuts, of course, Instagram, all that good stuff. So our, Heth, our last Philly Destination Diary episode, I had to look this up because I'm like, we didn't do one that long ago. Yes, it, we did. It was forever ago. I, I did not. This is shocking to me. The last one we put out was October 31st, 2014. Yes. It was episode number 99, and we're coming up on our 400th, 400th episode. episode, which is wild. Yeah, wild. So it was about, it was almost five years ago, and a lot has changed in Philly since then. You know, we've gone from knowing Philly pretty well to knowing it really, 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 really well. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that we've bought five properties in Philly in the last three years. Yeah. So we know the neighborhoods and especially, you know, if you've listened to other Destination Diaries, you know that Trevor really nerds out on neighborhoods. Well, imagine being in your own city. He definitely, he could tell you every single neighborhood, the real estate values, the best spots to grab a drink to eat. So that's why this this could be a very long podcast. So right. we tried to pare it down. And I think Trav was right about splitting it out into, into the mini episodes because otherwise people might get a little overwhelmed well and i just knew we were going to nerd out and i'm thinking of like what if someone listens and wants to know the best coffee but they don't they don't want to re-listen everything so we split it up a lot has changed as we mentioned tons and tons of new restaurants in the last five years you know a lot of cities go through that of course but philly specifically has really come into its own in the last five years fishtown which is one of the neighborhoods we're going to talk about has emerged as forbes called it the coolest neighborhood in the entire U.S. Um, That's pretty so, cool. Yeah, we we are going to talk all about That's Fishtown. That's pretty cool. TripAdvisor, I think either last year or the year before that, named Philadelphia as the top destination in the U.S. that year. It's just such a cool city. And a lot of it has to do with it being a more affordable city for a large city in the U.S. A lot of people from New York have moved to Philadelphia because they can open restaurants here. They can have their art studio here and actually survive and thrive. So that has made Philly just a pretty awesome place. Yeah. So it, it really, it has emerged, I would say, from kind of this like fringe, like, oh, on the cusp, you have to really be in the know to 
want to visit Philly or like there's a specific reason you're going there to in the last five years, by almost everyone's account, as you mentioned, it has become one of the hottest cities in the U.S. And there are a lot of reasons for that affordability being right at the top, which then spurs on a lot of the creative class. I just read an article. I'm not going to go dive into it too much in Philly magazine last night where they're talking about San Francisco and New York becoming so elite, like it's so expensive that it's only for the elite and that drives everyone else out. Whereas Philly is kind of starting to become like that. Yeah, but it's starting to become like that. So they're fighting against that. They don't want it to be only for the elite. They want it to stay a city that that other people, everyone can afford. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next five years. But to, you know, for now, we're here in 2019, end of 2019, Five-part episode in Philly, part one. This episode, we're going to talk about the neighborhoods and where to stay because everyone knows that is, listen, that's near and near, near and dear to my heart. And I think Philly really does have some very distinct neighborhoods. So we're going to talk about who fits where, like if you're a traveler, where you should go. Part two, best places to eat. That's, so many yeah. places. This is kind of why we broke it up because I <laughs> yeah. thought this is going to be a long one. But then we also wanted to break up. So part three will be best breakfast and brunch and coffee spots. So it's like, yeah, it's where to eat, but it's a little different. Uh, Part four is best places to drink. And then part five will be the best activities to do in Philly. So let's roll. And all of those will will be coming out very shortly, if not already out. So you can get all of them um, on iTunes, you know, however you listen to this podcast, you can find them on our website as well. Just broken up that way. So have neighborhoods, where to stay, kind of getting around. This is our part one. Let's just start really quickly on getting to Philly itself. Right. So Philadelphia has an international airport and I'm I'm going to throw it under the bus a little bit. It sucks, okay? It's our home airport. People are not so friendly there. We've had issues there. Don't let that dissuade you from coming. You can usually find some pretty good flight deals in and out of Philadelphia. But it is a beautiful airport. It's like easy to navigate. You don't have to take trains to different terminals. So that's nice. But I, I will not say that it's the friendliest airport I've ever been to. Let, so. Let's play good cop, bad cop. <laughs> because I will I will go on the glass half full side and say it's getting better. Yeah. Which... You know, it used to be my least favorite airport in the world. So getting better just means, all right, it's not that bad or as bad. They do have a a lot of cool amenities and it is actually really nice. It is a nice airport. The service there can be very hit or miss. Either way, Philly, easy to get into from the airport. Also, big train station, Philly, 30th Street Station. You can get trains. Um, from all up and down the uh, East Coast. You can come in from D.C., you can come in from Boston, New York, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and, of course, from the suburbs, if you're from the suburbs or in the suburbs, you can get in, too. So train works kind of well, too. Um, and, and, of course, you you can drive in. I-95, the big thoroughfare up and down the East Coast, goes right directly through Philadelphia. So you will be able to get in that way as well. Now, Heth, getting we'll skip to getting around really quick, and then we'll talk about the specific neighborhoods because getting around Philly isn't as isn't as good as it could be, and right. I don't think it will ever get better because you know they're not probably. I don't think there's no plans to build a better subway, and the subway system is really yeah. Bad. We just actually don't really use it. I think I've taken it maybe less than ten times. So it's not like New York City in that way, where it's very easy and convenient and and can get you to most, most areas. Yeah. yeah. Basically, you can walk around Philly, you can Uber, and you can take the train, but 
Uber is very easy or Lyft, you know, to do in Philadelphia because the neighborhoods are a little far reaching. It's a very big area, the whole entire city. So getting to some of the places could be miles for walking. And you might not want to do that if you're only here for a weekend. Yeah. So, for example, two of the main neighborhoods we're going to talk about, Fishtown, uh, Fishtown Northern Liberties neighborhood. They're, they're two neighborhoods, but they're right next to each other. So you can easily walk in between them. But then if you want to go down to Passyunk Square, which is in South Philly, I mean, you're talking a good two and a half, three mile walk. So walkability definitely is easy in within the neighborhoods of Philly. But to go between neighborhoods, it can certainly be difficult. And, and that's when you'd want to Uber. Again, there, there are a few... There's a market Frankfurt line, which can get you basically around Center City, but it just and up to Fishtown. But it just yeah, the trains if you're coming as a tourist are probably not going to be your best friend. It is going to come down to to Uber, and there is a city bike share program. So if you don't have your own bike, like I bring my own bike to Philly and bike around, but there is a bike share program. It's not great for like tourists for a couple of days because I think you have to buy a monthly pass or something like that. But if you're going to be there for an extended time, that might work. Bottom line: walk. walk. Uber, Uber, Lyft. All right, let's talk about my favorite subject of cities. Oh, before we move on, though, they do have a trolley that runs during the summer, like a the Philly the, Flash. The Philly Flash. We told I've totally forgot about this because we've actually never taken it, but we see it all the time. It'll go between like the main tourist destinations, the right. Philadelphia Art Museum where the Rocky Steps are, and then all the other hot spots. Yeah, the Flash. It's made for tourists, and it's actually the one thing that is pretty good with the transportation. So you, I think you either buy a one ride or you can buy a day pass. Forget exactly how much it is it's not that expensive and as you mentioned it just does a loop of a lot of the hot spots and so you it's it's like a get on it's like a hop on hop off type thing does get really crowded in the summer but you know whatever it's it's open air and um i think i think they're all open air but yeah that's something for sure to recommend especially if you're going to do a day where you just want to get around all the spots and you don't want to keep hopping into ubers or you have a big group and you don't want to take like two right. ubers or two lifts yeah. or something so yeah philly flash p h l a s h yes flash, because philadelphia if it's an f likes to spell everything with the ph right that's their john <laughs> the ph is their john <laughs> neighborhoods where to stay we're going to give you four main areas and discuss maybe who should stay where or or why the kind of the pros of each one starting with the one we mentioned at the top of the show heather's favorite neighborhood and and honestly maybe most people's favorite (laughs) neighborhood if you like eating drinking yes it's well it's the trendiest neighborhood and so these are the these are the hot spot neighborhoods obviously there are so many neighborhoods but these are kind of like where you're gonna want to be for sure and the first one we mentioned that's fishtown again forbes just named it the hottest neighborhood in the u.s a lot of people call this philadelphia's brooklyn I think that almost sells it a little short because I feel like it has, I feel like it's cooler than Brooklyn. Um, I, I get why they say that. You're well, outside. it's much smaller. It's much smaller. I mean, Brooklyn is huge. Brooklyn is huge. You, you're, you're, but you're outside the main yeah, downtown like Brooklyn area. has many neighborhoods in and of itself. So Fishtown is just its own neighborhood, but it is butted up against Northern Liberties and also Kensington. It's so right, if which, you... Oh, if you've heard the word Kensington before, you probably think of it as a very, very bad area of Philly, which it is, but there's a cool area of Kensington, the south part of Kensington called Old Kensington with an E, 
O-L-D-E. Philly likes to do that too. Add an E. That's their John. Uh, like, <laughs> the um, old English. Yeah, the old English. So you have Fishtown, Northern Liberties, and Old Kensington, which are all wrapping into one because they are. you can walk between all of them and they are all kind of this little pocket up in northeast of the center of the city. But don't get it wrong. They're not Northeast Philly, which <laughs> is like a, basically a suburb. So... Fishtown, Northern Liberties. We'll just call it for for sake of this podcast, Fishtown. Yes. Talk to us about why you love Fishtown, who it's for, what's great about it. Well, Fishtown is the hipster mecca of Philadelphia. And there are just a lot of amazing restaurants there, which, you know, we'll talk about during the food and drinking part of the this podcast series. It's just, it's very beautiful. It has a lot of, you know, old buildings renovated into restaurants and storefronts. And it's not very big either. So it's very walkable to get around to all of the places. And yeah, it's just, it's where all of the cool hip people are hanging out. Yeah. And it is low slung. So, you know, most buildings are not more than two, three, four stories at at most. And so... You know, when you're in downtown, you're in Tennessee, so you're amongst the skyscrapers. I actually, when I'm in cities, don't love that feeling or wouldn't want to live there. You know, like I, I don't love being in the vertical parts of the city. I like being out in the neighborhoods where, like Fishtown, where it's, you know, walking around, two-story houses, you know, maybe a three, four-story building. Condo building, yeah, something but you're, like that. Yeah, but you're in a neighborhood, so it, it is definitely feels removed from Philly, but you can get amazing skyline views of Philly. Um, including from the Acme parking lot. This is a little insider <laughs> tip that I don't have in my notes even to mention. The Acme, Acme is a grocery store. Acme is a grocery store. They have a second floor like parking, parking. lot. And from up there, you get one of the best views of the <laughs> Philly skyline. I didn't know until I drove up there the one day. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm snapping pictures. People are like, where's that from? I'm like, the Acme parking yeah. lot. Yeah, um, very glamorous. So yeah, Fishtown, just a really cool spot. You know, you could say, oh, I think the, the cliche thing to say is, oh, well, this is great for millennials. It certainly is. But that doesn't mean that if you're not a millennial, you can't stay there. Again, Heather and I don't consider ourselves millennials per se, but it's, it's good for mil- things that millennials like, which... It's becoming a lot of things that a lot of people, a lot like, of people now. like. Now, that being said, the places to stay, there aren't really hotels here. There are, I think, some one or two boutique hotels coming in just now. But if you're going to stay in Fishtown, it's going to be in an Airbnb or a VRBO home away, whatever. And we have two of them. We do. <laughs> we have two. And one of the reasons because we did that is because we know it's such an awesome place to be. But it, it's a residential neighborhood, and it's called Fishtown because it used to be where all the fishermen lived because it's butted up against the river. And so it's all these, a lot of smaller two-story houses. You know, forever, it was just a very blue-collar residential neighborhood, and now they've started to put in a bunch of restaurants. So it is a neighborhoody feel, but you don't have the hotels. Um, there is one in William Mulherin's, which is a restaurant. They have a four, four-room four hotel above them. But usually, yeah, you're going to be doing Airbnb if you're going here. So Fishtown, I would say, yeah, like you would, good for people who want to be in a neighborhood, who want to be able to walk around to a bunch of different restaurant options. And bars. And bars. And who want to, yeah, who want this kind of feeling of, I, I'm not in the city, but there is a train stop there. Actually, we talked about train yes. not being that good. 
Fishtown is one of the areas that it does have a pretty, e- pretty decent easy train to stop. Get there. So you pop on there and go to Center City in, in five minutes. So that's why I would say Fishtown, Northern Liberties, Old Kensington is for. Um, I think it's our favorite place to stay when we're bringing friends into the city. Yes. So I agree. The next neighborhood I would say is Trav's True Love. So this neighborhood, we're down. <laughs> he loves this neighborhood. We're now going from like northeast part of Philly down into South Philly, and this is called Pashyunk Square. You'll see it as Pashyunk, but if you're in the know, you say Pashyunk or Pashyunk. Um, and the reason I love Pashyunk Square is that, like Fishtown, it's t- it's very residential with one main street coming off it that has. We, we talked about Fishtown having tons of restaurants. Pashyunk Square has. The has more restaurants than Fishtown even, and it has more, I would say, like maybe higher end. Like the, if you look at the top 35 restaurants in Philly, not by price, but just by ratings, uh, I think 15 are within a four block radius of Pashyunk Square on Pashyunk Ave. And so it's very Italian. Um, that's this was an Italian neighborhood. Fishtown was an Irish neighborhood, and so you again, if you're staying in Pashyunk, you're you're probably going to be in an Airbnb. There are I don't even know if there are any hotels down there right now, but I think Pashyunk Square is perfect. Like this is this and Fishtown are foodie meccas. Pashyunk would just be. I, I don't want to say a more upscale foodie mecca because that's not right. It's just a different. There's yeah, different well, types there of are, restaurants it's, there. It's a longer... The the Where the restaurants are is on a longer part the, on Pashyunk Ave. So right, Fishtown is spread out among more than... Like it's on Frankfurt Ave is the main the main drag. But there's a lot of restaurants off of that. Whereas Pashyunk is more just like the one road. And there are... I mean, probably a hundred restaurants. Yeah, and <laughs> and we're talking everything from like the the really famous Scandinavian restaurant uh, in Philadelphia is right there next to. Uh, there's a bunch of Italian places. There is an incredible Indonesian place. We're going to talk about all these in the restaurants thing, but there I would say there's a little more variety maybe in Pashyunk, whereas Fishtown's a little more of the. Again, has variety, but it's a little more of the hipster version of what Pashyunk is. Um, sure. So, yeah, Pashyunk Square, again, if it is foodie mecca. And from there, you can walk to the Italian market, which is a little north of that as well, which Rocky ran through. And that's like an open-air market um, for Philly that you can buy all types of stuff there. It's like the original foodie hotspot, uh, the Italian market. So you can walk to from there. Then you have the most historic part of the city, which is simply called Old City. And this is where you're going to be finding, you know, the Liberty Bell and Betsy Ross's house and all of these, the oldest continuously residential street in the United States called Elfris Alley. So it's just all this beautiful, very historic, old brick buildings. And it's it's really fun to stay in this neighborhood as well, especially if you've never been to Philly and you're interested in the historical aspect of Independence Hall and us signing the Constitution and creating all of this, the beginning of our, our nation, you know, as an independent country. So that's really cool and really interesting. So even if you don't stay in this part of the city, we will talk about what to do here in the activities. Yeah. But it is a very beautiful, absolutely stunning part of the city because it's that quintessential, you know, brick row homes and tree-lined streets. It's 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 just definitely gorgeous. the prettiest neighborhood that we're talking about and as you mentioned, Heth, it is it's for people who are saying, 
I want to come. I want to. I want to be in amongst these old cobblestone streets and houses from the 1750s. And I want to be able to walk earlier to, into yeah Independence Hall and the Liberty Bell and, and all that on my doorstep. Definitely, Old City is for you. Old City has uh, more hotel options for sure. Um, it also has a lot of Airbnbs. We have an Airbnb in Old City, a, a pretty big four bedroom place for groups, which which is pretty neat because you know it's just a really really convenient location. Alfred Alley, you mentioned, is the oldest continuously inhabited street in the country, and it's basically in the in the backyard of the house that we have. So Old City is for people who are saying I'm coming as a tourist and I want to see all that and I and I want good restaurants and I just want to be in the beautiful tree-lined cobblestone streets of Philly. You're going to want to stay in Old City. Or or at least again, you could stay somewhere else but spend time there. The fourth neighborhood that we're going to talk about and this is this is Center City and Center City is what it sounds like. It is the center of the city. And this is where you have the skyscrapers and the bigger buildings and everything like that. So, you know, Old City is on the east side, right by the river. So think anything from Front Street, which is the first road, all the way over to maybe like fifth or sixth, seventh-ish. And then Center City kind of goes seventh to like 22nd. You know, it's like the next bigger neighborhood over. Um, and one of the specific neighborhoods that I would recommend in Center City is Washington Square West because it's right on the border. It's like 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th. So it's on the border of all the historic stuff, but you're also, you're in between the historic stuff and the skyscrapers. I just, do you see how specific he is getting with the actual street numbers? I mean, this is, my head is like spinning and I know the city. So <laughs> basically... Anywhere in Center City is going to be a great spot to stay. They have a lot of the big name hotels. And so if you have Marriott Points or Hilton, you'll be able to stay in Center City. They put they just put a Four Seasons in. So if you really bougie, you really want to stay, stay at the Four Seasons. But yeah, they have a lot of great hotel options. And the Marriott's are literally right next to City Hall, which is a beautiful old building that takes up a complete city block and you can drive around it it's very cool so there's a lot of great places to stay right in center city and then travis talking about like the neighborhood of washington square west which just he east of center yeah city which is just bit. east and that still has hotels or more still Airbnb hotels, in this air, neighborhood still hotels and 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 this would be so center city if you're staying there that'd be if you want the hustle and bustle and energy of you know of a city and that's going to be where you're getting that as well as the fact that if you're going to the convention center, this is where the convention center is. If you are, you know, coming in for business and you're going to the office buildings, this is where that is. Also, a lot of the good restaurants and and more upscale, fancy restaurants are going to find themselves in Center City. It's everything that is like the skyscraper part of a city. You have all of that in Center City, from upscale restaurants to to you know business people and of course you have one of the main train stations right there as well jefferson and suburban station so that's for people who want the yeah like nightlife too like passion and fishtown have nightlife but this would be the real nightlife right, right? and this is also where there are a lot of the museums so if you're sure. going to philly for some of that you will find it there in Center yep. City. So those are our picks for neighborhoods. You have you have Fishtown and Northern Liberties, which is northeast of Center City. You have Passion Square, which is south of Center City. You have Old City, which is 
just east of Center City, and then you have Center City itself. Um, there are a bunch of neighborhoods west of Center City. I, unless you're going at, to visit your son, daughter, or you're going to college or anything over at UPenn, you know, I wouldn't recommend you don't have to stay in University City. So those are our favorites, Fishtown, Passion Square, Old City, or Center City um, neighborhoods. And we're going to reference all these neighborhoods when we go back and we talk about eating. We're actually going to break it down by neighborhood so you make it easier for you that if you are staying in Fishtown, hey, here's our picks for Fishtown. Um, and we're going to put all this up in the show notes as well and, and hopefully even get a map up. That so, would be cool. We have a map on our very old destination diary. So hopefully we can we can get to putting together one for this as well. So if you, listen, if you listen to this and you liked it and you're excited about going to Philly, you've been to Philly and you want to reminisce, roll with us into part two, which is going to be all about the best places to eat in Philly. Part three, best breakfast, brunch, and coffee spots. Part four, best places to drink. And part five, then, the best activities in Philly. Uh, hope you like neighborhoods. This is, if you listen to this, really going to help you when we get into these other podcasts. That's why I wanted to put part one as the neighborhood option. So if you're a neighborhood nerd, <laughs> If you're you a neighborhood nerd like Travis. You're, you're, in good, you're in good spot here. Listen to this. So thank you guys for listening. And... Uh, Thank you for the support, as always, that makes us number one rated travel podcast on iTunes. We're going to roll into our next part. And until next time, happy free travels. I'll show you Paris soon.